Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon Holiday Extravaganza. I'm Alexia Gordon, your host. All month long, I'll bring you interviews with authors chatting about their holiday-themed cozies. You'll also hear authors sharing their special holiday memories. And you'll find holiday photos and recipes on the podcast Instagram. Happy listening. Welcome, listeners, to The Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon. Today, Janet Bolin, who writes as Ginger Bolton, joins me to chat about Dex the Donuts, a Christmas-themed deputy donut mystery. Desserts and Christmas, a perfect combination. Welcome, Janet. Well, thank you for having me. Now, this is your sixth donut shop mystery. Could you please tell us what's going on in northern Wisconsin this time around? Um, snow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which you can expect. Um, and uh, uh, an Ice and Lights Festival. The town of Fallingbrook is putting on this festival with ice sculptures all lit up. And uh, it's their first one. And tourists are coming. Unfortunately, the, one of the first batches of tourists is on a school bus. I'm um, Not a school bus, a tour bus. And um, it goes into a ditch during on its way to Falling Brook. And my main character, Emily, who has been skiing with her friend, the detective Brent Fine, um, goes with her detective to the scene because she has first aid training and he's the closest first responder. Um, he doesn't want her to go, but of course she does. And she ends up with the tour guide as a house guest. Uh, uh, because everyone's stranded from this bus and Fallingbrook, the people of Fallingbrook get together and make sure the the, um, tourists are fed and housed. And Paige, the tour guide, ends up in Emily's home. Um, During the night, Paige disappears. Uh, Emily had offered her her cross-country skis so she could go to the hospital and see her boyfriend, who was the... um, the bus driver, who was the only one injured, seriously injured. But she didn't expect her, the tour guide to leave at 3 a.m. So that's how it starts. <laughs> now, a bus accident stranding a group of people in town for the holidays, it's its a play on the classic mystery theme of a group of strangers stranded together when one of them is murdered. So how did you play <laughs> on this, this classic theme to make it your own? Um, it's also a play on the Christmas story, <laughs> sort of, <laughs> I mean, people taking in strangers, um, it's not the murder part. No, yeah. Not murder perhaps, but uh. no, Herod, Herod had some ideas, but, <laughs> um, I, well, for one thing, they're all, they're stranded, but they're not together. So they're all scattered around the town. Um, but they do come together for various events. And so I have all kinds of Christmassy events, including children decorating donuts. Um, and I'm not sure how different it is from others stranded together, but they're not because they're not like all in one 
manor home or anything like that. They're, they're all stranded in different places. Uh, some of them are one family that the man, Emily suspects one family, the man of one family, and he's staying with one of her assistants. So that's a little worrisome too. And who else does you know, it's funny because you write the book and uh, I haven't read it since, you know, <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. Now, now I, you mentioned uh, children decorating uh, Christmas donuts. Um, yeah. Of course, everyone thinks of, of pastries and desserts and sweets at Christmas time, but donuts is probably not the first one they think of. So uh, t- tell us about Christmas donuts. How, how would you decorate them and, and what's your favorite Christmas donut? Oh, jeez, oh, you have to ask. Well, I put in the book gingerbread donuts um, and also chocolate orange donuts. You just take your favorite Christmas flavors and use them as donuts. And the kids are given icings and and sprinkles. So you know how theirs are going to turn out just covered with gobs of icing and sprinkles. Um, but you, I've, I've seen ugly sweater Christmas donuts, which I think are hilarious. Um, and donuts decorated like Santa Claus. And you can make a blue donut with white snowflakes on it or something like that. Um, and also, Wisconsin has a pastry called the Kringle, which is not a Christmas pastry at all, but it's called a Kringle. And it's kind of like puff pastry stuffed with good things um, that that shows up in the um, that shows up in the book, too. And I, I, I've heard of Kringles and I, I've heard that they are delicious. I've not tried it, but I've heard that I am missing out uh, by not having tried one. Yeah, I haven't had one either, so. I think they can be they can be in a kind of pretzel shape, and the ones in my book I think are stuffed with things like cherries and almonds. Mm, that sounds I good. I, I don't remember, <laughs> but they they sound they sound like Danish pastries, but but somebody tied them in knots a little bit. Yeah, um, have, and they're have, cookies too. I mean, oh, of course, oh, of course. Have to have Christmas cookies. Yeah, and I'm I'm a fr- I'm one of the people who likes fruitcake. So <laughs> now, do you make your own fruitcake? I did once, <laughs> <laughs> and I used I used to have a recipe for the hand the plum pudding that was handed down from my grandmother and I don't know how many generations of ladies back, and I've misplaced it. Oh no! Um, but. Uh, one of these years I'll find it or I'll just I'll just follow someone else's recipe. They're probably not that different. But it was funny because it was an old recipe and it had chocolate in it. And it also had orange zest. So I don't know how far back those things were. You know, we, no, generations back they didn't have oranges, except maybe at Christmas. So I, I don't think it's too many generations old. <laughs> And do you, do you like your fruit cakes heavy on the fruit, heavy on the nuts, or heavy on the rum or whiskey? Um, yeah, fruit, the fruit and the whatever it is that you know keeps them nice and soft. Yeah, you know, some nuts are good too, but I like I like I like those fruits. So, so about, how do you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What about you? Do you, are you a fruit cake person or not a huge fruit cake person? Uh, there is a. Uh, uh, one from a, I think it's called Southern Kitchen. 
that my mother orders every year. It's it's probably should be called a nut cake because it's sort of maybe 90% nuts and 10% fruit. And I do like walnuts. So I like that. I like that kind. Yeah, I like the, the really dark ones with the molasses and, you know, the kind you can use as building bricks if you really need to. Or perhaps as a murder weapon. I don't, has that been done before? <laughs> That's my fruitcake. Yeah, well, I keep trying to use something that's um, donut adjacent for a murder weapon. And this gets difficult, but but um, Frosty the Donut, the ice sculpture for the Deputy Donut, the donut shop that Emily and her father-in-law run, uh, turns out to be the murder weapon. So and it's a it's a don't it's a snowman made of um, ice shaped. Ice shaped like donuts. Pretty close. <laughs> it's definitely donut adjacent murder. It's, it's, it's quite adjacent. <laughs> so, so how do, how do you blend so the festiveness of the season with donuts and cookies and fruit cakes and and snowmen and uh, ice sculptures with the with the uh, sort of not such fun. Bus, crash, bus crashes and murder. I mean, how do you sort of blend yeah, the, the, the good stuff with the not so good stuff to come up with a cozy Christmas murder mystery? That's the problem with um, cozy mysteries, period. You know, you want, you want everyone to have a good time reading them, but there is this basic murder. Um, so, of course, we have all these events. We have, the, you know, you see the decorations and you smell the cookies baking and, um, and, you you go Christmas caroling with the villagers and the and the stranded passengers, um, I guess. And and there's some mistletoe <laughs> and some hopes going along with the mistletoe. Um, but yeah, it's it's always a problem with cozy mysteries. You know, you sort of like, oh, this is like no no violence except there's a murder, which is. You know, that's quite an exception. So the, the the good things and the fun things and the, the romance kind of tone down the darkness? Yeah, you, you kind of hope so. I think that a friend told me the darkest moments are in that bus when they're, you know, when they climb aboard and are helping the people. Um, and then, you know, the afterwards, the snow is not so bad for those of us who like cross-country skiing. Or I should say liked. I haven't done it for a few years. But um, there are there are so many fun things you can do in the snow. Um, and, and of course, in Wisconsin, you do them. And the, and the kids make um, snow angels. and The kids have fun with it. But uh, speaking of snow, snow is a major player in Deck the Donuts. Um, and we, we often hear about how setting, thinking of place can function almost as a character in novels. Do you think weather can function as a, as a character sometimes? Yeah, this the, yeah this snowstorm functions as a character because it certainly limits what everybody can do in, in Falling Brook during the Christmas season. Um, you know, eventually people begin to find ways to get home again. And... Um, some of them disappear when Emily's still suspecting them. Yeah, speaking of, of setting, um, as we mentioned, Deck the Donuts is set in a small town in Wisconsin. Uh, and you mentioned people, you know, ski from place to place. Uh, they literally shelter strangers from storms. So 
what's Christmas like in Wisconsin or, or any other, whatever small town you, you based your Wisconsin town on. So how's, how's it celebrated in, in a small Northern uh, town that's uh, covered in snow? (laughs) Um, I think, you know, I think you just take advantage of the, of the snow for, for playing um, outside. Wisconsin is probably like, there are a lot of snowmobiles, but I, I don't, they're, they play a part in this, in this story, but, um, you know, skiing and snowshoeing and um, all those fun things. And I didn't have them do it, but you could go out in the woods and cut a tree or, you know, at a tree farm, most likely. Um, and get together with friends. My my characters had, before the story started, they had a tree trimming party and cookie baking party. Uh, and then everybody ended up with some of the cookies. Um, and, you know, you've got your fire in your fireplace and your stockings and... Um, my book ends before Christmas Day, so it ends on the Saturday before Christmas. And actually, I set it for this year. That's Christmas, a Tuesday or something. I forget. Um, anyway, um, so there will also be, Emily will get together with family and friends for Christmas and Christmas Eve. Are, are, are you from a small town? Um, no, (laughs) I, I live in a small town now, but yeah, no. (laughs) What's what's Christmas like in your small town? Um, well, there's a, there's a Santa Claus parade with, um, I've been to several uh, Santa Claus parades in small towns around here and, um, and I, and I don't live in Wisconsin. I live in Ontario, so it's a little I live in Southern Ontario so far south, we hardly see snow. But we have these Christmas parades with, you know, floats that might be, maybe a tractor is pulling and some people are playing music on top of the float. Um, You've got kids marching in costumes. Um, You you have like any, anything that anybody can (laughs) create that can go in a parade, whether it's Christmassy or not. And, and throwing candy. They, the people in the parade throw candy to the, the kids on the sidewalks. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, and the kids all scramble for it. <laughs> and the next, the next day, you see all these squashed candy canes. That's one way of squashing them. I find um, just uh, up one over one. I find trying to, you know, if you ever tried to break up candy canes to put them in something, it's next to impossible. <laughs> but, are, are these the big candy canes or the little teeny tiny ones? Oh, well, any of them. Yeah, I, I, I've tried putting them in the bo- in a bag and then using a rolling pin, and you end up with a bag with holes in it. Christmas has its its challenges. Every, oh. well, my my um. Emily, her house guest Paige helps her with her wrapping too and the gifts. That's another thing Emily does. You know, you see her buying the gifts for her friends and family. And she's addressing 
her Christmas cards while the detectives are questioning Paige. And she's right there where she can kind of keep an eye on it and an ear on what's going on. Now, for, for readers who are looking for something to uh, wrap up under the tree or put in a stocking, where can they buy a copy of Deck the Donuts? Oh, anywhere books are sold. They are they're available online. Um, if you want to find stores and independent stores, you can go to my website, gingerbolton.com. And there's a where to buy list. It lists all the stores where you can buy them. And, you know, I must say, I love books as Christmas presents or any of his gifts anytime. And um, this, this, this book has some romance in it. And was, there was one blog last week that called it one of, you know, rated it with a whole bunch of well-known romance books, romance writers as, as a Christmas romance read. And I, it has romance in it, but I, I didn't think of it as a romance. So anyway, if you like romances and or mystery, you'll maybe like this one, or if you know someone who would. It's a trade paperback size, so you have to have a big stocking, but you know, that can be arranged. <laughs> well, it sounds perfect for someone who wants to take a, a break from watching Hallmark movies and, and read something Christmassy for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a Hallmark Christmas movie, maybe. With but. a few more bodies. Yeah, <laughs> just one. <laughs> Poor Emily, she keeps coming upon these bodies. I feel sorry for her. Do you ever feel sorry for your, your main character for what she no, has? No, I, I have too much fun getting her into trouble and getting her out of it. So. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, oh, sometimes you just have to write and write and write to get them out of these these predicaments you get them into. Which makes them all the more interesting to read about. I hope. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me in the corner today for some Christmas cheer and mayhem. Oh, thank you. That was fun talking to you. Have a wonderful holiday. You too. My guest today was Janet Bolin, writing as Ginger Bolton, chatting about Deck the Donuts. I'm your host, Alexia Gordon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to The Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Alexia Gordon, award-winning author and host of the show. Tune in next time for another chat with an author writing on the lighter side of crime. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.